0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another round of Another Round with Tom and Kevin. We are joined today by the great Lou Ferrigno. Look at this. He's still got it. Of course. Still, of course, he, I, never, he never lost, lost it. it. The I Hulk, mean, man. The Hulk.
1: The Hulk, the Hulk never dies. The
0: Hulk never dies. Lou Ferrigno is the featured guest at Cape Comic-Con this year. It is going on Friday, tonight, uh, Saturday, and Sunday at the Osage Center in uh, beautiful Cape Girardeau, Missouri. And Mr. Frigno, uh, it is a pleasure and an honor to. Uh, actually, I interviewed you many years ago um, in Marion, Illinois. You were in town for the Starkey uh, Hearing Foundation. Yes, uh-huh. So uh, this is a, a another pleasure to talk to you. But I know Tom is, is been very excited, chomping at the bit uh, to talk to one of his childhood
2: heroes. It's amazing, and I, you know, I I saw you on TV, grew up, and I always I didn't even know about the bodybuilding stuff till I got older. So that's all I knew and I grew up with. So, you know, I saw a little bit of the childhood history that you had um, and how you were kind of bullied and how that turned your life around. But how did, you know, growing up, how did this all transpire with you end up, you know, going into bodybuilding and then taking that transformation into? Well, when TV. I was a
1: kid, I was kind of bullied a lot. And I used to be a lot of comic books, like the whole comic Superman comic to escape the pain. I was like, going could be like Walter and And I used to love the muscles on the Hulk because uh, it's all about power. And then one time I went to a store and I was trading comic books. And I saw a magazine with a guy on on the covers, Mr. Universe, Dave Draper. I said, oh, my God, they do have a Mr. Universe. I used to watch Mr. Universe. And I see all these muscles So I grabbed this magazine. I brought it home. I read it for page, page, I probably take the print off the page. I read it so many times. (laughs) I studied everything about the body's anatomy, how to build muscle. i didn't have waste i made my own ways out of cement pails and a broomstick and i felt it gave me a good feeling and then the more i did it then eventually i knew of my path something i really wanted to do in life i wanted to be aware of bodybuilding champion and that that was a goal of mine and all these dreams i had reading the comic books came true. everything followed in place so when you got to that point
2: where you were winning and you were reaching those goals did you continue to want to like get bigger and better what were you what goals did you want beyond that
1: i want to be the biggest bodybuilder in the world the most powerful bodybuilder in the world which i proved it and the worst strongest man in 1977. and then eventually i want to be an actor i never told anyone because there was a lot of naysayers say you can you can you can't you have perfect hearing if you have perfect hearing if, 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 if i was a warrior i i never felt sorry for myself and i said i'm going to do whatever it takes to achieve my dreams and i always had that drive since i was a kid
0: where does that come from? Because, you know, there's a lot of people who, in a similar situation, would have simply given up, not pursued it, uh, thought that they couldn't do it, listened to those naysayers. How did you persevere? And it came consent? from inside of me.
1: As, ever since I was born, I was not the perfect son, and I was rejected by my father. And I knew that i go on the path and give 110%, fight like a warrior, because I knew if I did, nobody couldn't pat me on the show to help me succeed. So I gave my own self, my determination to succeed because I knew that uh, I had a place to go. It was a fire inside of me and I ignited that fire.
0: So you you build your body up and, and you look like the man that you're, or the the monster that you're looking at in these comic books. How do you go from from that to actually becoming that and fulfilling that dream?
1: Well, I became a bodybuilder champion. And I was training for the, uh, the Mr. Olympia in 1977. Seven and then I received a phone call they had an audition for the Hulk because at the time they were shooting the pilot with Richard Keel who, who played George and James Barnes seven two he didn't have the physique I went down for the screen test I won the audition and the next day I was filming so everything in 24 hours I went from bodybuilding to show business. I knew it's a great opportunity And I didn't want to pass on it because I knew if pass it, I passed it and kept training for competition But opportunities like the Hulk like once in a lifetime oh, yeah. at the time it's only channel two four seven three network Captain America and Spider-Man <laughs> failed. Mm-hmm. But when I did the Hulk, Hulk was a pioneer. Started that's why all the, the adventures you see today, all these the CGI, all these heroes, all the great actors, it all started because when I started the Hulk, because it just it left the path of, success, of of Marvel comic hero.
0: What do you think? And you you mentioned CGI. Obviously today's Hulk is 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 computer generated, but you were the real deal. I mean yeah. that was
2: that was all real. That's why it, you made it made it seem like it was possible. Because it was like, oh, my God, he really transformed. I really believe that he transformed into you. (laughs) Yeah, everybody
1: falls back on the series because kids, parents watch it. They watch the series because you can't compare CGI to the human Hulk. And since then, I've done over over 50 films. I've done five different TV series. And, uh, you know, the series, what it is, and embedded in history, like the Twilight Zone, like Star Trek. And it's just got a stamp on it forever.
2: There's a human element, even when you read the comic books, to, to the Hulk part of this. Did you, going through the show, were you allowed, I mean, did you start to bring out some of that character? Because it really felt like the character, the Hulk, evolved over the seasons. Because I still well, remember it came,
1: that. It came a lot, it was, it was called pantomime. That means acting without speaking. And I knew he was not, was not speaking well. I knew I wasn't an actor before. It was like a, a training platform for me. So I show all this sensitivity because I was a Hulk my whole life. I knew how he thinks and feel because he was a pretty sure kind of a person. He wasn't a monster, he was like a sensitive creature. That sensitivity came through. That's why a lot of children, they see the Hulk, they identify with the Hulk because most villains, most monsters are loved, like Frankenstein, the werewolf. You still love Frankenstein, even though he's, he has an abnormal brain, but the Hulk has taken a step further. It became like every nationality in the world embraced it. And that now that's green too, so so there's no pressure.
2: Well, did they ever tell you what the what it was behind the green? Why? I mean, other than the gamma rays, I get that. I guess it was it was because of the gamma rays he he was going to be green. But I always wondered, like, you know, why would it? Why not something more natural? Like, why not make it? But he was you guys. You were very very green. That had to
1: take some time. I was the first one on the set, the last one to leave. Oh it Took like three and a half to four hours. Wow. When I finished, it was like an hour and a half to take off. I had to be recharged all day. I'm very glad I have the discipline and the determination to sustain hours of that makeup. There were many times I wanted to just leave the set to stay I've had it with, the, with this makeup. But the character was beautiful. I love the character because every time I did a scene, the crew got excited. But the, the downside was I had to stay in the motorhome home 24-7 when I was filming because of the temperature, and I had to keep myself refrigerated.
2: We have a question live. Chad Smart, who's a big fan, he said, tell Lou his version of Hercules was better than Dwayne Johnson's
1: The well, Rock. My, well, thank you. Because Michael, when I did Hercules, I wanted to have the physique that that will never be surpassed for fifty to one hundred years. Because I want to be in the best shape of my life. Because I matched the Farnese Hercules. You see the Farnese Hercules when he's standing with the stone. Yes. You can see the thickness, the bicep, everything. But the beauty about it is that it was the my first acting role outside of the green makeup. Because when I filmed the Hulk, you couldn't appreciate the definition because cover, cover with mm-hmm. the makeup. But Hercules had a chance to show. I don't know,
2: man. You looked pretty uh, amazing to me as a kid. I thought, I wish I had muscles like that, too. And I guess if I had the discipline, I could have done that as well. Uh, and then we have Ken Johnson says, how many shirts did you destroy in, in your Hulk days? <laughs>
1: Probably 300.
2: 300. Oh, my gosh. So you,
0: we talked about it earlier, too. You're in great shape still today, Absolutely. obviously. Uh, the diet, the, the working out, how important, how committed are you still to all of that? I mean,
1: I train every day now, five yeah. or six days a week. When I was filming The Hulk, I trained like four days a week. You can't train while you're in the makeup. I had to train before the makeup or even after I finished filming. If I film two in the morning, then I try to grab a workout at 3 a.m. Wow. But I had to maintain that condition. It's not like filming Hercules where you just uh, leave the set and train and come back. It was, a, it was the makeup was the issue.
0: So when you transitioned from Hulk to Hercules, obviously Hulk was a non-speaking role, but you were very active with your your body language into kind of a speaking role. Is that a hard transition? Was that a hard transition when you did that?
1: No, it's easy because I learned a lot from the Hulk series. And when I did Hercules, I had a chance able to uh, speak and then show my emotions more. But it was like, it was like a breakthrough. It was like freedom because I was out of the makeup. Yeah. I, I, you know, sometimes when I film Hercules I almost had a thought somebody knocking on my motorhome home door said, Okay, get back into the makeup. <laughs> and I said, Wow, no makeup. Yeah. <laughs> but you know something I could do ten gone with the wind film. I could like but everyone loved the Hulk. Identify me as the Hulk, which is great because a lot of actors don't see it and they get forgotten. So my situation is to be with me to the day I passed on. It's a beautiful character and I am very happy I played that, that 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 role. So,
2: uh, I'm, very pr- I'm very proud of the United States of America. I served, <laughs> I was in the Army. One thing that I want to let people know that I didn't even know, you actually are a very big supporter of law enforcement. You've uh, gone down that
1: route. And I also think you are deputized. I became a certified Ser- deputy sheriff 14 years ago. I went to an academy, not honorary, the was the real deal. I'm a certified police officer because my father was the NYPD lieutenant. So I've I always have been involved in law enforcement. I went through the academy, did all the studying, all the shooting, the driving, and then it changed my life because now I've been deputized like in 12 different states, but I enjoy doing a lot of search and rescue because a lot of officers and deputies, they get a bad reputation because they get the impression, people get the impression they're being abused attacking, but people don't realize what happened beforehand. So our country now, our homeland security, we need, need that security. And it's important, there's a poverty called community policing that, we're earning the public trust because the old days you had the cop walk the beat. they go from right. neighborhood to neighborhood and talk to, to different people about crime situations, neighborhood right. patrol. we back to that because now terrorism, we have to have that communication because that's the most powerful force we have now.
2: So this was obviously something that you wanted to track and do. And now that you've got it done, how does that play a role in your everyday life? Like, are you actively being, you know, going
1: out and. Oh, yeah. I do patrol, I do search and rescue and, uh. I that's put cool. uh, about 20, 25 hours a month. I would take a salary. So I work a lot with it full time in the reserve. Uh huh. That is awesome. Yeah, because I don't think you want me to give you a ticket. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, some people don't well, I get their mind, that's, that's true. My that's ticket. true.
2: <laughs> well, first off, thank you for serving because that is amazing. Like thank it. uh, That's It's great. So let's talk a little bit more about, you know, today.
0: Uh, you know, you're, what, 30 plus years removed from the Hulk character, but obviously you- 40, 41 has it been that long? We are old. 19, we are old. It started man. in 1977 and
1: 2018. The Hulk was 41 years old. Wow. Uh-huh. And I, Stanley still alive.
0: Yes, that is amazing. 95. Too. That is amazing. I can still remember in our playroom, we had a the, the Hulk poster, the giant Hulk poster. My brother was an uber Hulk fan. I, I of course, enjoyed and loved the series too, but he was a huge Hulk fan. And you, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you appreciate the fact that people still recognize you as the Hulk, that you you embrace that. So uh, talk a little bit about coming to events like Cape Comic Con or when you travel around. You, you know, I know you're very busy with other acting uh, duties, but also what you just mentioned, too, with, with the sheriff. Well, I stuff. enjoy it
1: because as you get back from Austria Monday night, I like the convention because as a kid, I would give anything to to attend a convention yeah. like this because it's your imagination, you connect with the celebrity. Mm-hmm. It's an instant gratification. That's why I enjoy doing this, because it brings back my childhood. Plus, it's a good living. And also, I like coming to a town like this, because it's such a remote town, and people here don't get a chance to see celebrities, like in a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. thing. And I like to bring the excitement to town, the Hulk in town, and everybody loves the hope.
0: Yeah, I, I, You're exactly right. I, I told, I, I my day job is working over at a TV station in Southern Illinois, and when I told everybody I was coming here today, they're like, please get him on the newscast, so we're going to work that out in a little bit. But okay. it's amazing uh, that, you know, I just, again, our childhood is sitting right here in front of, I mean, I never dreamed as a kid I'd be having a conversation with the Hulk. And it so. probably
1: right now probably goes right back to your childhood as you're talking to me. You probably have those memories. I do. And you wish you see the Hulk right front if you could almost see the Hulk. You yeah. You think about my physicality. Yeah, same thing I feel when I see the fan. That, with with awesome. Bill Bigsby too, though. I mm-hmm. mean, um, what a great actor. What a great guy
2: from, i obviously never met him, but from on his portrayals of, um from the courtship of eddie's
1: father Still and some different. other great yeah the best so i'm sure you guys had a close friendship we were he was my mentor i worship him i love him on the different series and the way he acted the, you see the white eye the way bill played the scene before the holcomb it was beautiful it's almost like it couldn't be, it couldn't be done better it just, it was immaculate i just stepped right in and played the character i would watch him how he would change, where he came from, for example, with the scene before, what caused him to be angry. So I had to follow with that scene yeah. from before and take that to become the Hulk. It's not like just jumping in and go out. It's all that connection with the scene before as an actor.
2: Okay, you're making me really fall in love with the Incredible Hulk all over again just because of I, I'm knowing more about what you did to really bring that, that character out. Wanted to get some of the comments here from everybody online. Joanna Sample says, Lou will always be the Incredible Hulk to me. He's the best. Uh, Luke says, "How often was Lou on the set with Bill Bixby, and did Bill ever perform any magic or card tricks behind the scenes? Was Bill a magician?"
1: "Yeah,
2: he was a licensed magician." "I didn't know that." "I didn't yeah, know it, that."
1: Either.
2: Um, Aaron Brooks says, "Will you be my new tag team partner for Stride Pro Wrestling?" <laughs> uh, "You probably couldn't. Ha- they probably couldn't <laughs> handle him. I, no, they would probably be too intimidated." Uh, "How often do people play the sad walking away music?" "Ah, uh, Zach, you're funny." Uh, and then. Has he got the chance to talk Hulk stuff with Mark Ruffalo?
1: Yeah, Mark Ruffalo's a good actor, and I met him briefly at San Diego Comic-Con about you know, three years ago, and I uh, and he, he got a statue in the memory. And he, I think he almost fainted. <laughs> yeah, Really? Yeah, they, were, they were kids, like Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Sean Penn, like, for example, Sean Penn, his father brought Sean Penn and his brother to the motorhome. home. They were kids. They wanted to meet the Hulk. Yes, Sean Penn, the father's name was Arthur Penn, Oh yeah, like Robert Downey Jr., they used to watch me run on the track when I first came to California. They were in high school. Uh-huh. That is awesome. Yeah, so it's great to have these wonderful, fine actors. They respect me. So that's why, like, uh, you know, you see these actors, I kind of remind them, because as a kid, I was like, I was the same way with I like shot Connery and uh, the original Superman.
2: Now, did you don the Incredible Hope after the series? Do you remember the last time you kind of put paint on and did all of that or put all the green on?
1: Yeah, and uh, I remember the last. that uh, they cut the show because we've done almost five years. We we're supposed to go another season, but the, the network cut the show. So it's almost like uh, something that I kind of was sad to move on. But but then Hercules really came along. I can't imagine because I would be like the last time that you. Yeah. Did I think we're gonna have to cut? I'm not to get
2: ready you, to. Right? You're fine. Okay. To sign on for Yeah, yes. absolutely, absolutely. Thank uh, you. Mr. Fregno, thank you so much for this. Was amazing, you too. Thank guys. You. So thank much. you, Appreciate and uh, if you get a chance, come to Cape Comic Con. Uh, Mr. Fregno will be here uh, today, tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday.
1: You got it. Looking forward to it. All right. Thank See thank you, you guys later. Perfect. Yeah, I gotta go get the lunch. And I gotta come back. Okay. Okay. And you wanna do your thing? now? Yeah, I mean, if you have like sure. three minutes, we can yeah. knock that Let's out do really quick. Up. Up. Uh, yeah. Do
0: you mind? Uh, no, that's fine.
2: Sure. And then I, if I don't get a photo of this
0: guy, I'm going to die. Um, Let's see, Tom, how do you want to do this? Can we? You want to just use yours? Uh, yeah, just
2: flip your yours over here. Yeah.